You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Hey, welcome back. This is your number one nonprofit lady, Shakira. And today I want to focus and highlight solely on branding. What do you mean, Shakira? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Branding is something that seems very daunting or is a skill set, right? That seems very intimidating. And you may feel like you have to pay a whole lot of money for people to um, brand you, brand your nonprofit organization. And the truth is that when you break the tasks down into achievable and measurable goals, branding becomes something that can easily may start off as something, quote, difficult, but can easily grow into something that's almost second nature. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And so today I want to highlight the importance of branding and all of the different types of platforms that you can use to effectively grow your business and make it thriving. So why should we brand? Branding helps to build awareness of your mission, your vision, People are able to tap into who you are and what you represent without you having to say a bunch of words or do any public speeches, right? You ever hear about the elevator pitch? The elevator pitch is um, a skill that a lot of marketing gurus would tell you that you should invest in practicing because you need to be able to give your mission and vision and your targeted audience and everything right related to your business in less than a minute if you are on an elevator and you are trying to sell yourself essentially to your person of interest or someone who you want to be noticed by then you need to be able to have a one minute or less a 60 second if you will um spiel about who you are, what you represent, your business, what it represents, all of that in 30 to 60 seconds. Now, is that doable? Heck yeah, it's doable. How do you do it? (laughs) Well, there's so many other things out there that will tell you, you should do this and you should say that and yada yada. And really, it's not going to get you anywhere much further than, than where you probably are starting. And so, and, and and I only say that because especially if you are not or you don't understand exactly what your what your pitch is. Um, and that is why it's important to go back to our very first step um, earlier episodes. Step one, making sure you do a needs assessment, understanding what type of business or nonprofit organization you want to have and who your targeted audience is, and being able to write out your mission in one to two sentences. Why did I give you that assignment? Because I was preparing you for such a time as this, right? Your assignment of writing out your mission and your vision within one to two sentences is actually your elevator pitch when you are a nonprofit, you know, organization and founder. And so being able to take your mission and vision and Tie that into later on when it comes to grant writing and proposals and fundraising, the whole nine, 
Oh my God, that is what you need to help cultivate those relationships. And that's going to be your golden ticket uh, moving forward. And so that's a part of your brand. Your mission, when you're a nonprofit organization, your mission is a part of your brand. Your logo is a part of your brand. The people you serve are a part of your brand. Everything that is encompassing your nonprofit and what you do, who you are, your mission, your vision, the whole nine, your board of directors, they're also a part of your brand. Why is that different than an LLC or a sole proprietor or any type of corporate business? If you look at the the Holiday Inn, for example, we know they specialize in, obviously, hospitality. Hotel, the hotel industry is a whole other beast in itself. Nothing wrong with that. However, when you see the big old H in green with the cool, like, semi-half cursive line going across the two, the two, I call them two sticks when you're learning. You know, you know how when you have a child, you're trying to teach them the letter H, it's like two sticks and a bridge, okay? That little bridge part, that's what makes the, the, the semi-cursive-esque look. But every time you see that, you're going to immediately know that's the Holiday Inn. Every time you see McDonald's and you see the Golden Arches, okay? The Golden Arches alone, you automatically know it's McDonald's. Whenever you hear, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, See, you just filled in the last part. I'm loving it, right? That is McDonald's signature brand. And so just like that, those those signatures allow the, the their their companies to be memorable and people know exactly who they are, what they represent, who they stand for. The Ronald McDonald House charities, okay? What do they do? How are they serving? Okay, that is the nonprofit component of not McDonald's, but I'm using that as an example. When you have a regular small business or even a big corporate America business of over 500,000 employees or whatever, you know, their brands are a lot easier to market because it's more um, of something as simple as the logo and the core values, right, of the company. And that's really all they can push. If you see an, a bitten off Apple on the back of a telephone or computer, you automatically know that's Steve Jobs. Oh, that's Apple. That's Macintosh. Oh, you know what the product is. That's a physical product. When you're a nonprofit organization, what is your physical product? I know. Think about it. Your physical product is the service that you're providing for your, for your audience, for your community. It is that homeless shelter. It is the, you know, male mentoring uh, program. It is, you know, a special needs camp. It is whatever it is that you are putting into the business, whatever service you have. It's not as easy as a Big Mac. It's not as easy as the two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, on a, uh, onions on a sesame seed bun, okay? It's, it's, it's not that easy. It's putting the sandwich together. But if you take the sandwich model the mcdonaldization right of society if you take how mcdonald's operate and they run their business that actually is a part of their brand you can follow the same model i'm not telling you to become mcdonald's or be like mcdonald's but i want you to think about why they are so successful what are their marketing techniques what are their tools how do they brand themselves and those are the strategies that I want to transition into the how. And so how would you brand yourself as a nonprofit organization?
I have worked with clients in the past where, depending on their types of services, we had to do a lot of fundraising to help build that brand. Because one, one in particular was a foundation. And as a foundation, of course, foundation's responsibility is to give away money. And in order for them to give money, they have to have money to give. And so since they were brand new, small nonprofit or foundation, we had to do a lot of fundraising, a lot of, you know, donor retention, cultivation, a lot of different type of marketing styles and to help build the funds so they can then redistribute those funds to other, you know, nonprofits or service-based um, organizations. And so that's one way, right? Writing grants and grant proposals, both federal and non-federal, okay, or collaborative grants, though, though that's another option to help building your brand. You are connecting with another person or another company or someone who whose mission is also in alignment with yours whose board of directors may be in alignment with yours. And so that's another way you can help cultivate that brand, okay? But your brand is going to highlight your mission and your impact, first and foremost. Secondly, you are going to be able to develop that brand based on the platform you choose, okay? So my suggestion as a coach is to pick one pro one platform or two at most that you know you can be really consistent with okay the same way we had to pick a platform to build that consistency up right as far as what type of you know social media account and things like that you may be interested in it's the same it's the same light okay so you pick a platform and let's say you want to stick to social media Okay, pick one social media account that you want to really, really use and highlight. And the easiest way to determine which account you can use is going to be solely based on where your audience is and your targeted mark, your, your targeted audience. And on the flip side of that, you also want to be able to connect with those people who are going to be your stakeholders, your partners, your volunteers, your, your, your donors. Okay, you need to find them. They right now, when you are thinking and you're, you're switching gears from, from marketing and, and branding, when you're switch, okay, let me say it this way. When you're switching gears from, um, thinking about your avatar or your targeted audience or who you want to serve on the flip side of that, you also have to do a much similar thing when you are in the process of writing a grant proposal or fundraising. Okay. The same rule apply. You have to think about not just a targeted audience of who you want to reach. For example, let's say it's homeless youth. You also need to think about who supports this mission, who supports and are willing to give. Okay, it could very well be um, middle to upper age uh, men and women who are between the ages of 50 and 72 years old and they are newly retired or they have a trust or whatever the case may be okay but you need to find out where they hang out you have to get to know not just a, your community but the people who 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 participate in the community who donate who who give back okay who live in the community so find out which social media platform they're most likely to be 
on or engage with. Okay. So number one, you pick a social media. If that's so, if you if that's your choice, pick a social media site that they're going to be most engaging with. Okay. That's one platform though. Number two, pick a different platform that is offline. Why? Because everyone is not on social media. And thanks to the Netflix documentary, okay, that's out about the truth behind social media, um, a lot of people are actually starting to die off and fall off the social media bandwagon. And so you're going to, you might have, especially if your donors are most likely going to be, um, high professional, very well-educated, uh, intellectual individuals, for example, you're, you're going to find them on Twitter, but you're also going to be, um, really good at reaching them in email marketing. You may also be good with reaching them, let's say in direct mail. So flyers, postcards, things like that. Okay. Something that's going to two platforms, one online and one offline, both you're going to have to give the same amount of work and ethic into. And what I mean by that is you have to really take the time to delve into who the person is, what they like, and, and, and be able to still speak to the pain point, right, of the donor and then how your organization, your nonprofit, is the solution and why they ought to give and help be a part of the solution with you rather than, hey, we're a new business. Give us, please donate $10. Okay. And so it, 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 it's not as easy as that. But how you frame it, right, is what makes the difference. But that all goes along with your brand. It still um, is a part of your brand and how you cultivate that, okay? And so my encouragement to you is to, like I said, pick two platforms, one online and one offline, number number one. Number two, once you've decided what platforms you are going to choose, take the time to really cultivate and and tap into the heart and the mind and the spirit or the soul of your avatar, your potential donors, right? Potential volunteers, potential stakeholders, okay? That's both online and offline. Because if you don't do that, how else will those potential leads or donors be able to connect with you? If I was opening up an animal shelter, right? And it's solely nonprofit and donation based. I have to be able to, on my social media account, for example, Facebook, I'm just using it as an example. I have to be able to connect with those people who are animal lovers, right? And so what I might do as a strategy to connect with those individuals is number one, establish my own personal Facebook page relative to my nonprofit. That's going to have, let's say, for example, uh, Animals Unite, incorporated that's the um facebook that's my facebook page i'm going to post all of my content relative to animals animal rights humanism activism toward animals things like that maybe even things about veganism and supporting health and wellness okay those are things that i would post on my social media page for my nonprofit okay on the flip side of that i would also connect with other people who are animal lovers so i am going to join various facebook groups primarily private facebook groups right that are easy to get into and connect with those animal lovers 
and engage with those animal lovers. And then with the more engagement that I engage in with those people on those Facebook groups, I then they then will look at my profile and see who is this woman or who is this gentleman and they'll then transfer over and bam go over to our nonprofit organization's Facebook page and lord and behold you got it you 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 already have won them right and so that is the beauty right of that cultivation when you are choosing a platform that you can easily connect with and share your brand with your targeted audience which in this point when it comes to branding and marketing your targeted audience is solely those stakeholders their board of directors potential board members right um donors things like that okay on the flip side of that that's my online platform now my offline platform is going to be centered around email marketing why do i say email marketing is offline well (laughs) number one i can connect to a great multitude of people much faster via email oh my gosh it seems really prehistoric but it works like a charm okay and so the majority of people that you may be in con- in connection with and start to build those relationships out in the community, out in public, you can easily have a sign-up sheet or maybe create your own QR code and send it to other people and 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 that way they can they can gain access to all of the up and coming news and your newsletters and what's happening with you know Animals Unite Incorporated. And they'll be able to connect with you via email. A lot of people are going to check their email before they check their Facebook pages. Just let's just be real. And and you may not think of it like that. But most people, even those who during COVID may not even have a job, they still have an email account, an email address for professional reasons or for personal reasons. Um, and so if you can gain access to someone's email and how to drive in that traffic, then you'll be able to essentially keep them for life because you have an opportunity to really share what's on your heart from the organization's perspective. You are able to really connect on the personal level with um, people's personal testimonies from using your services or maybe not, maybe just any other valuable content that you want to share with those audience in a newsletter form, okay, Um, or just in an email marketing thing you might have a new service that's coming out or a new product within your nonprofit that you want to share and so you are able to do that more effectively or efficiently with an email versus maybe on social media okay and so that is today's episode I wanted to really share the importance of branding number one the number one and only thing right now is that branding is your awareness about your impact and it gives you an opportunity to share who you are, who you as an organization, who your organization is, what your organization does and how your organization is bomb as hell, right? Okay. And you want to be able to share that with everybody, but only those people who you know you need to connect with. Those people who are going to in turn in the future become um, uh, donors, Okay, who are going to have your back, they're going to maybe become volunteers, they're going to maybe even work for you one day, Um, they may be potential board members, 
investors. You just never know who you're going to connect with. Okay. So another thing, number two, that was the primary is awareness. Number two bonus is that when you choose a platform, you have the opportunity to create your niche on both spaces. You have the opportunity to create or not create your niche, but, um, um, you have an opportunity to establish your niche uh, with with people online and people offline, and that's what choosing two um, platforms that you know you can do that consistently with. That's what's important. Okay, and uh, number three, when it comes to branding, make sure no matter what you're choosing, which platform you choose, always provide valuable content. Your potential donors and or board members or whoever your audience is that you want to connect with don't care about anything else, right? Except number one, the solution to the problems that you are centering around, but they want to know why are you valuable to them enough essentially to in the future, for example, donate, right? Or become monthly subscribers, monetarily right to 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 continuously give on a reoccurring basis why you know and and the best example of the why is the saint jude's hospital commercials and infomercials or feed the homeless right feed the children or um the the animal abuse one those are the top three i can think of in my you know, 32 years of life, right? That, that they have really been able to use like the top of the line when it comes to marketing um, and, and being able to tap into the pain point of their donors and then cultivate that, that atmosphere and that um, culture of who they are as a nonprofit organization. And in turn, they now probably have close to a billion people who are reoccurring givers i mean so it is a huge huge importance to focus on really branding your mission branding your vision and why you need to do it if you don't that could really hurt your business now you're not required to you know brand yourself only on the online space. You're also not required to only brand yourself on the offline space. You, again, like I said at the very beginning, pick a platform that you know you can be consistent with and continuously provide content and value for. And I guarantee you, your nonprofit can go from surviving to thriving in just under 30 days or at 30 to 40 days. Guarantee. You could take that to the bank, okay? So I make it my mission to inspire you all every week and encourage you all that you got this. You can do this. It seems daunting, but don't let that intimidate you. Reach out. If you really have no idea what to do or how to do it and reach out, reach out, get the support that you need to make you successful and thriving. I see far too much nonprofits start off on a good high note with great intention and they quickly die off or they fall and they don't continue the work that God has put placed inside of them to do because of that, that disconnect of, I don't know how to do this and I'm scared to do that. And what if they're thinking about the what ifs of the people they may or may not reach. 
don't focus on that. Focus on your content. Focus on your value and really tap into the pain point of why you started this in the first place. Um, I have on my nonprofit's website, um, which is bit.ly forward slash C-Y-A-C-C Iowa. I have on there, I think um, one of the pages talks about why I started one of our programs and how it was birthed. And I really, I didn't want to share that story. And it was not a bad story, but I just felt that no one would care. But I can tell you what, it's because of that story on there alone (laughs) is why I have so much traffic to that particular product. So much anticipation, right, of, of the product launching in November. But it's because of that, that people are like, whoa. Shakira, that is amazing, you know, and so I'm like, thank you, and I want to, I want you to really tap into why you're doing what you're doing, you know, be able to answer that question, that's a part of your elevator pitch, guys, (laughs) okay, all right, you know where to find me, if you have Twitter, find me at, at nonprofit, capital U-N-P-L-U, number one, if you're on Facebook, catch me on Facebook at Shakira Rolliford. And now my website is finally up and running. So if you are interested in getting more free goodies, I have an executive director's guide. I have um, some cool cheat sheets on grant writing proposals. And I have a really, really cool free ebook for you. Please go to www.nonprofitunplugged.com. And as always, stay encouraged, and I will see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 